JSA Clicks Podcast, the show where we discuss high-level competitive, casual, and everything in between. Your host is Jay Solomon, and now, on to the show. Hey everyone, this is the JSA Clicks Podcast, episode number 17. Uh, we discuss the competitive Heroclix environment as well as any alternate formats that are currently relevant. I'm your host, Jay Solomon, and today I'm joined by my co-hosts, who are all much better Heroclix than me. We have, obviously, Devin. Hi. And we have Chad, who's 75% per chance that he's on. Ahoy, ahoy. And we are going to be discussing these latest rules articles that WizKids has been putting out, and as of right now, it is Tuesday, so we are going to be talking about the initial one, and today's about willpower. So I don't think there's much valuable information on the original, uh, like number zero article, but I'm just going to skim through it quickly. Doing some rules changes. Rules won't be changed until Wonder Woman, which is like probably Q2. I don't know, because when is Future Foundation again? They don't have a date. So right now, if you check like the we want to order it thing, it's saying the 17th of February, but that's that's impossible. But if you go to WizKids actual website and their official merch store or online store, whatever they have, um, it says March if you want to pre-order it from them. So nobody knows. More realistic. Yeah. Well, I hope the weather gets better because I do hate that lousy March weather. Um making changes strategically they're trying to achieve a few things making hero clicks easier and more fun to try for beginners which is a good goal i generally would say making hero clicks more compelling for rookies focusing hero clicks on the fun and strategic strategic decisions or choices for veterans uh i want to make it more accessible it's hard to game have a game that's more nuanced challenging for experts and it's just okay basically it's just a lot of comp uh complications with making it compelling and easy for beginners but also too complex and yeah so they're modifying existing rules an extraordinarily complex game it's very hard to learn how to play not if you're just trying to have fun like if you're just trying to have fun it's not that bad i don't i don't agree there's so many standard powers that it takes a long time just to learn them all i've seen people getting into it take just forever to learn how to play a basic game yeah i will basically agree with chad and also say that i think of it it's uh feels like more of a kitchen table game really but like i don't know if i if i compare it to other games i play like magic like learning to play magic at a basic level i think is much easier than learning to play hero clicks at a basic level doesn't magic have like a sixty thousand page rule book yeah, but you don't need to know any of it to play basics. Like, the tournament rules are 60,000 pages. But as far as keyword abilities, there's, like, six. Versus, like, our 20-something standard powers. I think I think Pat has said, and it's, I think, a very agreeable statement, that you could teach a Heroclux player to be good at magic before you could teach a magic player to be good at Heroclux. So, it's, it's, it's a hard balance. Like, Magic so, is a game that I would try to teach a friend 
just to play a game if they'd never played before. I would never try that with HeroClix. Oh, so God. No. I, I think yeah. what we can look at, though, is we can look at they've just released WWE. And I know that it's not like just released it, but it's very recent. And with that, they did the single universe core rule book. And what we saw in that rule book is them taking a first step towards keeping the spirit of the game and the rules the same while simplifying them to be more understandable. And if that is what we're looking at going forward, I think that we see a potential to make the game much easier to understand for people, much easier to play for people, uh, if we can take that as our starting and our jump-off point, basically. I think that the goal of making Heroclix easier for beginners is good, um, but I think that just because of what Heroclix is as a game, it will never be as easy to teach somebody as a lot of games. I will agree with that for sure. Like, there's just... You can know how, but just the strategy and the nuance is just... It's just a whole other level. Like, you could really make it easier, but... I mean, Heroclix is basically uh, uh, a board game, and... How many board games do you know where you can just sit down and play that aren't like just the classic like Monopoly type board games? Like, what is it, uh, Age of Imperium or whatever, and Mansions of Madness? Games like that take forever to just read through the rules and try to figure things out. So, I mean, it also depends. Like, it, I don't know, it's subjective. Like, how long do you say is too long of a setup to be pick up and play? And I don't know, there's just a lot. I think what we can come down to and what we can agree on is there's nothing wrong with trying to simplify the rules as long as you're keeping the spirit of the game itself very much the same. Yeah, and as long as you're not, your goal isn't something that I don't think is possible while keeping the spirit of the game. Like, if WizKids wants, like, you know, anybody to be able to pick up Heroclix in a day, I think that they will fail. <laughs> so I don't think that's a very good goal. But if they just want to make it as easy as possible while keeping the spirit intact, that's a fine goal. So they don't say exactly here, so we can't know, but uh, hopefully. Yeah. Um, what? Go ahead. I was just going to go on to the next thing. Uh, more obvious low rarity figures. Uh, if you were Billy's print on their card, like general simplification for lower rarity figures, and uh, I can understand that. Like when you have Timmy, to use the magic term, open their first pack, and you don't want them to be. I mean, it's good if they pull a high rarity pull, but you don't want them to be completely overwhelmed either. So I think this, this is, is kind something of that we already trend. see, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because what now? I'm, I'm just gonna. They did say up. here in the more obvious lower that, that you've seen this in figures released in 2020. Yeah, okay, so if you go just House of X quickly, Rachel Gray, without team-up cards, only standard powers. Forge, like, one special power with Perplex, essentially Perplex and traded stealth. Like, yeah, it's... Which doesn't say that they're bad. Like, even by the time you get to rares, like, they're pretty reasonably complex, you know, so... But it's one of those things where... I, I saw a bunch of people, like, complaining about this. They're like, well, the only figures worth playing will be your super rares and your, your chases, and it's like, no... Because even now, the support pieces that you use are almost always commons, uncommons, and rares, and normally a support piece is not something 
that is complicated. It's like this piece is 20 points and has barrier. This piece is 15 points or 20 points and has perplex. Those are the support pieces you want, and it'll kind of be the same thing. You'll get more perplexes, more enhancements, more uh, empowers at that lower rarity level uh, for lower points because that's all they're designed to do. Yeah, and the attackers at Common Uncommon have never been good, other than like a couple of bystander creators or whatever. So I, I don't think yeah, that'll really like change they're much. Kinda, they're, they're trying to make uh, low rarity figures better. And like you can go just in on stats, you can try and undercost them more. But I am looking now, and chases are rarely support pieces. Like the, besides, if you just discount the troubler and troublemakers, because that's kind of a different mechanic, the main support piece that I'm seeing that was a chase was. At least the one that's relevant is Valeria. And even then, she is relatively simple. Like, she does a bunch of different things, but, you know, they're only, you know, she has, you know, on your first turn, perplex. I rolled leadership. Oh, I get out whip. And that's pretty much it. Like, I'd also like to say that, like, a simple figure is not a bad figure at all. Let's take one of my favorite figures, and it's the uh, the Thor Ragnarok movie set. Uh, the rare Odin. It is one of the strongest Odins. It is an awesome Odin. And it has no special powers at all. It is literally what you see on the dial is what you get. But it is a... It's a great figure. Is it just like a yeah, literally. pulse wave thing? I don't know what this figure is. Um, it's, it's 125 power points. Awesome power cosmic. Um, sidestep. Pensai. Right. Invincible. Four damage. Uh, prob. I mean, it's just a sure. strong figure. Just good stats. Yeah. yeah. Or like, Marvella is kind of an easy one. Like, she has a trait that only applies for four. Like, once, okay, so her trait is for when building, but like, you can hand somebody a build and say, this is a build team, right? And then, special power, sidestep, and then, okay, conditional win, but otherwise, all standard, you know, so. But Marvella, you could take away everything on her dial basically except for barrier and she's still fantastic like mary jane isn't that complex a piece like she's really not like the what you can do with the paparazzi sure but just you know essentially i mean she she doesn't need the secret entity trait to even be good right so it's just simple so, does I mean, not mean bad. yeah so so i think that's just kind of a our moving on point is that simple is not bad and it's basically what we already see in these rarities. So I, I don't see a huge change there. They're just kind of acknowledging what they're already doing. Committing to it, yeah. Which hopefully also, will lead to better results. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, also, we don't really know what complexity means, right? Like, complexity is kind of relative. Like... You could argue that Moira X is not the hardest figure in the world. She basically takes one at a time, and then, oh, she always has the older, you know, lower rarity powers, but I think she's good, so. Usually the best way to measure it uh, is just number of words. Yeah, uh, but Cardinal isn't good. So. <laughs> no, but very That's complex. A, um, more obvious sets. Each set's going to feel less busy in two ways. Broadly, when you see mechanics like objects, they're not going to just appear in a set and vanish. They'll be in a few sets, then go away. Uh, benching, some standard powers to keep the overall like complexity, whatever. So that's fine. That concerns me 
Um, but I think we need to see what powers they're benching and how they determine what, what defines benching. And what does that mean? Yeah. So I, I think we're going to get more information on that later, but I, I, I can't tell you whether it's going to be good or bad. I think it's a strange um, decision um, just because, like, if they – so we don't know how they're doing this, so I may be totally wrong. But let's say that they bench powers for, like, three sets and then bring them back and bench different powers. In modern, there will still be every power, which means new players still really need to know them unless they're only playing sealed. So I'm not really sure that that helps with the goal of making it easier to learn. It just feels strange to not have powers around sometimes, but we'll see. Yeah. I also hope they consider what we're keeping in modern, and I also especially hope that they figured out, especially in terms of that, like once you already have, you know, all these sets, whatever. Like normal retirement this year, assuming all things would be the same, I think we would lose Black Pan. We would lose Regenesis, and it looks like we would go on from there. So basically, but point being that even then, there's still a lot there. Do you have to consider how the old powers uh, on the older figures matter? Um, more power combos, streamline the pack powers, some in-game snapshots, maybe more complicated or busier, but overall, streamline the ability. Yeah, so just basically make it easier to understand what powers combo, which... Yeah, I'm not sure I like uh, that, that. Sorry, go ahead. It's like... The combos aren't nothing to know. I just feel like they're not so complicated that you need to... Like, I get it. I just... I don't know. We'll so the way I see this yeah. and the way I'm hoping it works is is a simplification of things that we all get asked. If you've ever judged anything, <laughs> you've been said, does this work with running shot? Does this work with charge? Does this work with hypersonic? And my hope is that this streamline in it makes it so that question doesn't need to be asked anymore. That's what I'm hoping this streamline does. Or at least nowhere near as frequently, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because for reference, like right now, if you want to activate a standard power, you might need to do a close, a move action, uh, a power action, a range, or yeah, a range action, uh, or just it's passive, right? It's just, or just, you know, it, it's just, it, it is, I can understand the idea of wanting to readdress that. Uh, shifting complexity. Um, one second. Yeah. Just for the power combos, it ends with four stronger attacks, which is an interesting way to phrase it. It definitely makes it sound like like flurry exploit will work, which sounds like it could be broken. So we'll have to see how that works. Do you want to say the mandatory control. thing, or am I going to say the mandatory thing, or are you not going to realize what I mean? I'm not going to realize what you mean. How many power combos is Witch Queen going to have? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man, I may have to play her again. Yeah, so what is it? So you have to pay five points for the WWE ring, so that's one fifty-five, and then you add the uh, Galactus for power cost, with only one eighty. So still have a lot to build around. Uh, so get that yeah, pulse wave. Oh god. Uh, yeah, complexity kind of obvious. We didn't think of these. We don't think we'll see the benefits over net. We hope more people will try Heroclix as a result. It seems like that. Uh, a greater percentage of those players will stick around. Yeah, we've had... we've I've had, like, new guy nights or whatever, and then, like, they never show up again. It... Yeah, like, it's hard because see... it's a game with really low variance where you're not going to win against better players very frequently, 
with something like magic you can show up to your first draft and like get lucky and beat somebody much better than you and that's not happening very frequently in heroclix so you're yeah outside of sealed it's just yeah yeah even in sealed it's harder to it's pretty hard to beat somebody who's significantly better than you right absent completely anomalous sets with outrageous you know variants and pulls whatever and just that feeling of never winning is makes it really hard to uh, make people stick around. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there anything else about that first day? No, I mean, there's not a lot of actual info here. There's some uh, a few interesting things to discuss, but mostly it's just a roadmap of goals, and we'll see how those are actually implemented over the next couple. The Indomitable Knot is where we head to now. It's funny because it's a reference to something. Um, the the Gordian knot, I would hope. Yeah, thank you for explaining to the non-history majors. I mean, I'm not, but yeah. Okay. I'm sure uh, somebody had to tell you what the Gordian knot is. Well, you did because you were there. Point being, uh, yes, yeah, so both these articles are on the HeroClix website. No, they're the most recent ones. Um, I'm jealous you didn't know Alexander by in person. Uh, so basically, they start off with, we've asked 100 Heroclix players what their favorite part is. You'll get a bunch of different answers. There's a whole bunch of aspects to the game. And they go into the gameplay. Uh, there's a lot to love when you build your team, the dial, the powers. However, uh, they, they, they seem to think that people... That basically it seems like pushing damage is a negative sort of play experience. Um, okay, so why we did it? The original purpose was to implement a cost uh, fracting frequently. There were two costs to a game. Uh, actually, the cost of for force construction, and basically they go on a bit for what pushing damage used to mean, and then that's pushing on to. <laughs> deep back into the original design. So, I mean, with this, I think the big thing is we've all had new players start, and they're like, what do you mean I can't do this or I take damage? Yeah. Yeah, and so I think pushing damage is something that experienced players didn't dislike, but new players did. I think experienced players saw it as a necessary sacrifice or, as one of the things they pointed out, it's a way to get onto that click that you want where you have different powers. Um, I see this change as making it very hard to get off activation clicks for certain characters. Yeah, armor. Uh, Immortal Hulk being armor. the big one. Yeah, yeah. The thing with Immortal Hulk is that at least you're building around him already, so you can include a ring or whatever to make sure that I he mean, does. But with armor, she's a 40 point character who now has no way to get getting off of her activation click. I mean, it seems like extra ability is the best way, unfortunately. Oof. <laughs> Okay, so I mean, I agree. I, I think that make it pushing for Hulk, if somebody steals also, your ring, then you're suddenly stuck. <laughs> it's built into the game right now, but as they go forward, you know, obviously, it'll shift. I, I feel like pushing damage by removing that it it significantly removes uh, resource management and a form of strategy within the game and uh, tempo. Yeah. It definitely changes 100% when I look at the board and go, okay, I actually want his figure to push, so I'll put my guy close enough that he can attack it just to try to get that guy to put. You know what I mean? So, like, it changes strategy 
pretty drastically on both sides of the board now that there is no pushing damage. Yep, yeah, and you uh, being a good thing. Yeah, and you uh, lose a thing to outwit now. Like you can't outwit willpower. So. And lockjaw is unkillable. I mean, you can outwit willpower. Sorry, sorry, you, can, you can't outwit will. You can't outwit That's willpower for the anything close to the same reason you yeah. idiot. And also, yeah, I already like lockjaw. I've been playing him. I uh, would have talked about it if we were doing a competitive episode, but yeah, lockjaw better. I like. Also, definitely did get better. But in Golden Age, oh, I mean, pushing him to click two is also cool, but point being, and also, don't freak out that your, like, character that you have in mind has a weird mechanic, or it doesn't work, because they will look at it. I've already found a couple. Like, uh, Regenesis Beast gets to pick willpower, but is free, so that doesn't work, but I, uh, I'm gonna be interested to see what kind of things get brought up, and we'll, I guess... Somebody need will need to make a stink. So, the best thing about this is that they aren't going to do activation clicks anymore. Hopefully, which is great because I do not like activation clicks. What do you mean? Not even on armor where it makes no sense. Okay, uh, basic decision to push your character just doesn't feel good. Uh, we've all also we've all like pushed and crit mass. Like yeah, it sucks. Um, yeah, they've done a couple of things to um, make that feel better, like regen. Making it minimum one made it impossible to push yourself to death to regen, which is nice because well, that was always yeah, like the worst feeling. Absent an effect that changes it, because then it's not yeah. one. So, so I mean, like White for pointing that out. So definitely the change to pushing damage is is strong, but I mean, then they had to alter all the powers related yeah. to willpower or to to pushing damage. So willpower being the biggest one. And I like the change they made for that. I, I it it feels it feels okay that they did. So that. let's say what it is quickly. Uh, uh, yeah, I was gonna get to it. Uh, but I was just gonna quickly finish off their reasons because, in case people don't get a chance to read it, uh, read it, uh, they do make a good point that uh, pushing is a strategic advantage. So it's a tool that older players might have. Uh, if will if willpower's in the defense slot, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> it's true. It just sucks. It sucks. Uh, forgetting to do it? I've, I've, I've never found that, but okay. Uh, okay, so they're changing willpower. So so basically, actual willpower is a power. We'll get into that later. It's a 2021 willpower. At the beginning of your turn, you may roll a d6, 5 to 6, remove an action token from this character. So self-leadership. Yeah, so and I'm, I'm interested to hear Chad's opinion, because I don't like this. So I... I'm perfectly fine with this because I feel like we would have gotten nothing if we didn't get this. Um, but it gives you that potential on the characters. Most of the characters that have willpower on their dial, it's it's a worthless thing on their dial anyway. At least this gives you something. This literally gives you something. Right. I mean, I, I agree that they should have made willpower do something, but I'm not sure it was this. I just... I, I like it that when my opponent is pushed out, most of the time I know that they're going to be pushed out. If a lot of characters end up having willpower and being able to remove action tokens from themselves on a percent chance, then it just complicates your decision making by a lot. See, like, my impression is the same thing, obviously. Variance, yeah. It was mostly it was mostly a, like you had to be specifically positioned to take advantage of it at least, whereas this is just 
my impression based on like reading what they've written here on like willpower and pushing in general willpower is just kind of fading away well yeah we're gonna see it on previous figures previous figures the only place we'll see it really and then in new figures it's just not going to be a thing but yeah the cosmic power one still gives it which is given out all the time yeah, I guess we'll see. Or maybe they changed that, or I don't know. But well, they said they weren't going to in this article, at least. Yeah, I mean, they might have to reevaluate if, I don't know, looks like Power Cosmic is too, too strong. Uh, Dark Phoenix. Anyway, is a, a I would have preferred something more like you can take three actions before clearing, which is obviously much stronger. So, like, you can't make that decision lightly. But just right. the ability they, to... They can't go through every old figure and balance it for all of them. I think it's just a, you know... Yeah, I just it's, don't like it's the also, extra variance of when people can actually act. It is. I think it's a, also a neat power to just have in the toolbox, you know. So again, though, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it's removed from the team abilities and just fades away. I feel like if they were going to do that, they would have done it now, though. Or they're okay, going to have so. something else later. I don't know. We only okay, have so one article. A, yeah. Okay, we'll I'm gonna. Uh, basically, they say that what they just figured, what are we going to do with Indomitable now? It's just going to be the default uh, defense symbol. If, if you missed it, all WWE characters already had it. Like, Willpower doesn't even exist in their solo rules. But, yeah, like, it sucks. Old Indom, you know, was, it was, I, people are costed with it, and it, it sucks. It's just not a great situation, but just kind of what can you do? Yeah, not giving it. everybody new Willpower would have sucked more, I think. So I'm glad they didn't do that. But non-Indom oh. characters got better. Indom characters got got worse. In, well, so, Indom characters to got me, the same. They got worse in relative. To me, the two strongest characters in the game basically got more powerful, and that's Mary Jane and uh, and Marvella. Well, well you can't push paparazzi to death now. Yeah. I can still surround true. you with paparazzi. Right, but that was a big part one. of it. <laughs> so. Why do you have to always jinx me? <laughs> I did play it for the first time. I rolled a rolled a three for the first one. That I rolled a generate three. That was a fun time. It so be yeah, but to see if they change in cap as a result. In cap has to change somehow. I just don't know what they're going to do with it. Yeah. It seems hard to leave it the same when it lost half of its power, basically. Yeah. Yeah. If we're gonna, if I'm gonna jump into speculation, uh, allow that for myself. I would say it'd be cool if, like, if they were already put or if they were already double token, they like can't use free actions. I don't know, like, really something. Maybe end cap gets benched. Maybe that's a benched power. Oh yeah, that that actually could be. I mean, it's still in modern, so it'd be nice if they changed it as well. But I could definitely yeah, see it know. getting benched for a bit. But that is I not mean, one also, that I would complain about. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how they adapt and how they design different stuff with different pow- access to powers and who knows. But I like, feel like I feel like it could do the exact same thing it does basically. If you're giving the character a second token, they take one unavoidable damage. If they already have two tokens, it does one pin damage. So they could literally have it do the exact same thing it does. You just yeah. have to word it different. Right, but then that would make before it, it matters whether or not they had willpower, so yeah. now you're kind of rebalancing it in a different way. It's not like it was super strong in the first place, so I'm not sure that would be a huge deal. Yeah, NCAP could use a little bit more of a of a oomph, if you will. 
Yeah. Is there any competitive incapacitate besides Brainiac? Ba- oh yeah. So Batman has it. Uh, Brown Prime has it. And Brainiac has it, and that's about it. So Colossal Iceman. That's true. Okay. Um, okay, then they go into what Colossal Stamina does, and then the end change is that instead of because uh, they get rid of Colossal Stamina, uh, this character can use willpower and succeeds on a roll three to six. So well, so that that was given to Great Size. So Great Size, which is available on Giants and Colossals, both got that like super willpower basically. Yeah, so yeah. Giants and Colossals are even more the same thing than they used to be, right? Yeah, the difference now is basically that a Colossal can carry a Giant and reaches further. Like, yeah, I've, uh, you, don't need to, you don't need to get me started on the Giant symbol. I, I, I hate it. It's basically the same. So wait, Yeah, so basically the thing is that Colossal Stamina doesn't exist anymore. So if there's an effect that just gives Colossal Stamina, it now doesn't do anything? And I think yeah, that's gonna that's gonna to have to just get changed, period. They're gonna have to figure out what they're gonna do. Rat or something. Well, I think they're gonna do it on like an individual character basis, because I mean, th- That'd there's be really some, hard to keep track of. There's some really good characters that they got to figure out how to how to do those things on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like I'm off the top of my head, I know God Emperor Doom has it in modern. Punisher and, Warcraft. Emperor Vulcan, maybe. Uh, Apocalypse Prime. Oh, Cardinal. Oh, like, oh, uh, Juggernaut is one. Yeah, got him for Doom. Frank Punisher Lundy. War Machine. Right. Yep. Uh, Punisher for War Machine. Uh, oh, yeah, Batman Prime also. Batman Prime deserves to have nothing. Yeah, I already said uh, I'm going to play yeah, the, the world's saddest song for him. So. But I mean, I mean I, it's not. Yeah, so giving. Random characters, colossal. It's not unheard of, or colossal stamina is not unheard of for sure. So we'll see what they do. I'm not uh, upset with the colossal stamina change, except for in the uh, uh, case of of Dark Phoenix. That's that's the one that makes me upset. Well, also, don't Wendigos have it in addition to Giant? So I don't know what they're going to do there. Well, anyway. they don't need it. They 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 have the same effects, so I don't think they really have to change Wendigos at all. No, no but, but if, if they, they did have do a Maserata. Right, because, like, yeah, Dark Phoenix has regular willpower, too, so I don't know. I mean, then then Wendigos get double secret willpower specials? I don't know, I'm just saying that it's not nothing. Um, Yeah, Yeah, I I, I think... Is there more you want for 15 points? Like, can you just take that loss for the 15 points that a Wendigo is going to cost you to play? Wait, does I'm Dark just... Phoenix have willpower and the new great size willpower? Yeah, that's what I just said, because she has power cost. You can't roll those separately, though, right? You can only roll the 3 to 6? I don't... It doesn't say otherwise. I, I don't know. Lots of cla- I'm sure they're going to classify all this stuff. That must be I mean, you can only use one like... source of willpower. It's just unprecedented, right? Like, we yeah. Don't... But, like, if you were given leadership and leadership on a 4 to 6, you couldn't roll both of those before. Correct. Right, it's just... Yeah, it might just be one source, but I don't know. Unless in their simplification of the rules, you just roll all the dice. <laughs> Man, Starro. Starro goes all the turns forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah, so yeah, then... You just get you have, time walk. You just get to take every turn. Yeah, and then what it... So, and then if you get leadership, so you have two one and threes every turn. 
Or if you have Prez, it's a four and six and that. Oh my god, yeah. So if you have Prez and a Colossal, first of all, you don't even need to use his weird effect because he's just going to be higher points. And then, so it's four to six, and then maybe reroll if you want to use that location. And just, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, the new willpower is a lot like um, Jason Wingard's leadership. And I always thought that it felt terrible to actually succeed on that and take a token off of himself for your opponent. But it's all no. illusion. No, nobody actually knows what Wingard's powers are. Okay, whatever. I know. I know. He literally has powers called... Isn't his, trait called, uh, isn't his pog trait called Psionic Illusion? Read a comic. Uh, that that is actually uh, from a from a show and has direct quotes from a show, so it has nothing to do with anything. Okay, Master Evil team ability uh, that has been changed. It used to be just colossal stamina. Now it reads. I don't know if it's up on the website yet, because like I said, these these don't go into effect yet. Uh, when an adjacent friendly character makes a close attack, modify the target's defense minus one if the target is adjacent to this character. So kind of kind of modified in power. For attack values. I like this. It's basically uh, up close Hydra. Oh, you poor thing. There, there was a there was a character that made a Hydra. The Wolverine. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah. I, I like this change. I, I, I have no complaints with this change at all, except for the the mighty Thor. Uh, what was his name? Executioner. What about him specifically? He had the like. He came with his own axe, which gave him steel energy, so you could literally tack forever with him. Right, yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, I mean... They also technically, yeah, they did that to uh, Taskmaster from Civil War, but that's because they changed the means of doing team ability. What was and that it makes me hopeful that they give us some low-point cost, like, Masters yeah. of Evil, so we can actually have a Masters of Evil swarm team that would Take benefit advantage from of it. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem with it right now, is that there are, like, six characters with this team ability in the last five years. And then it also doubly sucks when they don't have willpower, so it's like, you're telling me I gotta push to push, so I can push while I push. And none of the characters who currently have this team ability are good. So if they change that in the future, then, cool, this new team Ult ability could be fine. Ultron's not good. Does he actually have it? Yeah. Okay. Absorbing Man... I still argue is a fantastic piece. Don't you eh me, sir. Don't you eh me. Yeah, I think you would want this on some sort of either action after taxi or character with empower or something. Some kind of generic has that at the of evil something. Yeah, could be yeah, what's the launch, most likely like character... Is Ultron the most likely character you want to play with it? Obviously, by a significant margin. Yeah, I know it's a stupid question. Uh, but you yeah, could. I like the super rare Baron Zemo. I I don't I don't hate him. It's just hard to fit him on a team, even with the combining of Masters of Evil and Thunderbolts. Yeah, he's very very specific. I wouldn't like say he's a generally good. I mean, he's a perfectly fine piece. He just has a niche, obviously, because he's basically. Everything he does revolves around the Master of Evil because he has the Assemble trait, he has their special leadership, and then he has that trait. So he's basically all in on them. The real kick in the pants, though, is the Fast Forces Alex Wilder has it, but the main set Alex Wilder doesn't. Yeah, he didn't need to be any better. <laughs> Probably true. 
Okay, he was another one I was going to mention. He That'd is... be great on a Wendigo team. Yeah. So, um, so Alex Walder, the uncommon. Obviously, he has a bunch of texts. Okay, let, but just like my point being is that he's not that complex. All sides have traded, shape change traded, trader trade, fine. Then he has two support powers. And you don't even pick them, your opponent picks them. Point being that he's only uncommon, and yeah, he's kind of complex, but... That's, complex he's significantly complex. He's... He, he is, but like once you kind of... Like if you give it to a new player, he has a bunch of standard powers. Like he is, but it's also... I don't know, it's also relative, but... And that new player is never going to remember to take the free action to make the person choose. I do remember that being forgotten or confusing frequently in the sealed format. Uh, my favorite, I, I found a couple examples of things that don't make sense to me. I think my favorite is uh, Amazo has this trait where he takes a maximum of one from characters that share a power, uh, except for willpower. And uh, he doesn't even have it anymore. Because he had it from Indom, and now he doesn't have it unless he picks it. So that's kind of funny to me. Oh, actually, Amazo picking willpower. Jesus. That's, uh, that's spicy. Also, Dark Side maybe gets to attack literally, like, twice a turn. Like, literally, I'm sure the math works out that he gets to attack, like... Because basically right now you have the three-turn cycle, right? Because you have token, token, clear, and then he already has a free action. Point being that we'll see how things play out. Uh, but that's it for the actual rules question, the rules changes stuff, so... So a lot of the know. stuff is intended to make it easier for new players to get into the game. I think that one thing that whiz kids should think about if they really want a lot of new players to get into the game is making it easier to get like packs and rule books and stuff. They keep doing fast forces, which just don't actually work for new players because they don't have all of the stuff that they need. So they've been yeah. moving kind of in the right direction, but I would like it if they made it even easier by just including that kind of stuff in fast forces. Yeah, how many? One, two fast forces this year. Battlegrounds. It is a shame that the pack and rulebook aren't available for free on like the website. Well, they are, but a lot of people like having physical versions with them when they play, right? Yeah, I still. I can't even stand you right now. You don't have a printer. I can't even stand you. I I do not own a printer actually, but. And he doesn't. He can't print either because his handwriting is bad. Oh. I said it earlier today as well. This is why I prefer Canada from Akira over Canadians. Okay. I have no idea what that's a reference to. You've never seen Akira? No. He literally said the name of the thing. Like I don't know what more he. I don't know what that is. So. Really. Wow. You really? Okay. Yeah. I just. I don't. I don't even know. I don't know if I like it. I just can't. Like, I just can't even. Oh, you you, you can't even? Can't even. I was going to say, can you even? But you can't even. Uh, An anime from 1988. Wow. It's probably still one of the best anime ever made. I should watch it, I guess. Yeah, it it is absolutely fantastic. I would suggest it to anybody who likes anime. And if you don't like anime, then I guess you're like my mom, who likes... Alice in Wonderland, but thought that Spirited Away was terrible because it was called anime. Yeah, so that's the thing. It's not, like, okay, culturally speaking, like, yeah, like, it's obviously going to be different, but it's essentially just a medium. Yeah. Like, it's, I understand if you don't like any animated anything, like, that's fine. That's a whole other thing. But it's literally like saying, I like cartoons from the U.S. and I don't like cartoons from Japan. Like, that's literally what you're saying. 
subtitles suck, but also, I mean, you should at this point we live in a you know global society and also parasite was that good so just you know i like you know i prefer dub just because it's hard for me to be able to pay enough attention to read everything going on yeah i already need subtitles because i don't apparently my <laughs> apparently my own voice my own noise inside my head when i like eat and drink is like apparently louder than everything that's ever happened so i just generally sometimes these kids mumble the kids they're mumbling and i can't understand i can't understand them they're probably so, talking in gibberish anyway to wrap up today i think the thing <laughs> is i i don't think there's anything just horribly bad from the announcements today um and I don't think we can make any real judgments on anything until we've seen everything that they they've done. And even once we've seen everything that we do, they've done, we need to see what changes are going to be made to the characters that we want to play. Um, and, and that's going to be the big one. Cause people are going to be like, well, this character sucks now. And it's like, well, they might have an errata coming for that character or, or a new explanation for that character that makes him exactly like he is just under the new rules. So right now it's a wait and see. I don't think anybody can really complain about anything yet. I mean, it is a huge change. It is a fundamental part of the game. Like I think that anybody who's complaining about today is, I think it's valid. It is a huge change to the fundamentals of the game. So, I mean, when they changed prob to only work on attack and breakaway, it was a huge change. But it didn't, okay, but it this didn't is ruin or break the game. This is literally a standard rule that's existed in the game since day... Like, there used to be characters that had willpower as a defense power that were still good. Like, that's a different thing the game was then. You know, the old Casey Indian Lantern, also 20 defense, but it was willpower. Like... Yeah, I like it, it overall. It is a huge difference, so... I, I, I honestly... I don't mind pushing. I don't mind they're not being pushing. Either way, I'm pretty okay with it. Um, I don't like the amount of variance inherent in the new willpower, but we'll just have to wait and see how it plays out. Yeah, it's really right now. It's just let's see what other changes they're they're making. They're being pretty open with why the changes were made, so we can just chill and kind of go with it and get angry when they have like Article Five. I do like that they're giving a lot of justification for it, even if I don't necessarily always agree where they ended up. It's nice to yeah, go through the thought process. It's it's sometimes easy to forget that WizKids, uh, there are game designers there who uh, might know what they're talking about. I would be happy uh, if they just, like, we did this just despite Jay Solomon. Like, I would agree with whatever change. Reason. Yeah, whatever change they made, I would be like, I can I can accept this, because it's just to spite him. The change to spite him would just be to make all of the interactions more complicated and actually work different ways on different days of the month or if you really wanted to spite them they would just have to make an announcement we will never produce an atom smasher <laughs> ever again okay i mean okay i'm glad that people noticed when i posted one of the, the memes recently what was it like the list of complaints and that was on it and some people were yeah. confused and some people they got it they got it but you just had the that single tier, sad. single tier right there, just like, 
Oh. Yeah, I would love I would love I would love the next time Devin wins and I get him get him to ask them to make that character. They're like just just no. Why? Because we know Jay asked you to put in your list. <laughs> put it number one and they just skip over it to number two and I'm like, oh, I guess they really didn't want to make it. Oh no. No, we no, 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 Submit him and they're like, No, we asked you for a list of five, not four characters. Like, <laughs> oh. Um and then they still but they also don't make your uh they don't also don't, also don't make your swordsmen, so it's okay. I've got to say that now that they're making apocalypses, it gives me hope that they'll finally make my Age of Apocalypse Apocalypse, which is what I yeah, read. That'd be good. Is that your is that your number one? So my number one is is still a figure that like everybody would like. Okay, whatever. And it's Kamandi, um, the the boy from the future, basically. Like, so it's a DC character from the future, and they keep on putting him in random comics. But the one I would make is specifically from a, a storyline where he literally is traveling everywhere and he is just pulling out like every superhero from every universe. So like that's what he would do. He would just pog generate like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and they'd be all from the different universes and stuff like that. So did you mean Kid Eternity but have a stroke? No. So, okay, because Kid Eternity is also a character that's like that, like... Imagine Bill and Ted as like a character that like pull out random. How do you spell this character's name? Uh, K A M A N D I, Kamandi. And then there's also Kid Eternity. Like literally, he just like, hey, I want Napoleon to show up, and then Napoleon shows up. That's funny. But yeah. Uh, point being that I, I understand this is a big change, but I also don't think it's the sky is falling. And uh, and also, I have to imagine this is one of the bigger changes. They they kind of already put out a template, but if this is the biggest change, I think we're fine. But also, I was gonna say, Chad, it's also different for you because since you've been playing, Indom has gotten much more common. Like, if you look a while back, like it is really, really not. It's more of a. And then that's also the thing. Like they didn't really say it, but it kind of felt like ubiquitous. And then yeah. everything that didn't have it was just starting behind, right? Like, it's like, oh, this, yeah. oh, this character doesn't have willpower. But now they suck. And I, I remember quitting. some of the first characters that had it. They felt so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's about it. Because Chad has been trying to rush me this whole time. So, yeah, the world is ending. Uh, and also, Heracook's changing the rules. So how about that? No panicking until at least Article 5. If there is no Article 5, then you're not allowed to panic at all. <laughs> okay. That's, Wait, uh, that's... Change the number of articles you're releasing. Or they just they release four, but then they change the last one to be a one instead of a zero, so they, they print five. Yeah, I don't know why they started at zero. I don't know why they're doing whatever. Uh, but yeah. And this is awkwardly as possible because that's apparently the joke. Anybody have any last words? Nope. Thank you for listening as well as watching our content and supporting us. We now have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash JSA clicks. We appreciate any and all support from there. And we look forward to interacting with you and working with you on teams and other hero clicks stuff on our patron discord, as well as giving you early and exclusive content you can keep up with us on all our various social media platforms we have a facebook page a facebook group twitter and instagram 
You can find our podcast on YouTube with visuals, as well as on Podbean, SoundCloud, and Spotify. We're also working on getting up on Google and Apple Podcasts. We also want to mention some affiliates and friends of the show. We have our friend Devin Adams, who has been on the podcast, and you may have heard him before. He has the Happy Little Hero Clicks YouTube channel and a Patreon. We also are friends with the Married of Clicks crew who have their YouTube channel. Our friend Joe from Clicks Nexus has also just started a Patreon. We greatly appreciate his contributions to the game and his keeping up his unit section. We look forward to having him on the show very soon. Thank you again for listening and supporting us in any way you can. We hope that you make sure to have fun the next time you play Hero Clicks, whether it's a competitive game or casual.